Hey guys, Dr. Childs here. Today we're going to be talking about natural ways, well in fact we're going to be talking about supplements, but specifically supplements that you can use to naturally reduce or eliminate facial hair in women. Okay, so if you are a woman and you have some facial hair, usually you know on your upper um, lip or the, sort of that area, but it can be in other places as well, that is not a normal sign. In fact, it's usually a sign or an indication that you have hormone disruption or hormone imbalance. Typically, this is associated with a higher level of what we refer to as androgens. Um, and if that's a little bit confusing, you can think about androgens like testosterone. So testosterone predominantly being the male hormone, even though women do have it and they do need it, if a woman has too much testosterone or too much androgenic activity, she may start to develop certain attributes and characteristics. And one of those we call hirsutism, which is facial hair. And right, we, most women, they don't want this, they wanna get rid of it, they wanna handle it. So we're gonna talk about supplements which you can use to handle it or to eliminate or to help eliminate any facial hair that you might have. If you don't know me, I'm Dr. Childs, I'm an internist. I specialize in treating patients with thyroid problems, helping people with hormone imbalances, and of course, helping people lose weight. But today, we're talking about hirsutism, or really supplements which are designed to help with facial hair, or we can, another way to describe these supplements are those which have anti-androgenic activity, meaning anti or testosterone lowering activity. I do wanna point out though, as we talk about this, a couple things. Number one is that you shouldn't use these therapies by themselves if you have any sort of facial hair you're trying to get rid of. In fact, facial hair can be a little bit difficult to treat, but really the manifestation of that facial hair is an indication that you're having some underlying hormone imbalances. These supplements can go a long way to, helping, to help correct those hormone imbalances, but they should not be used as standalone treatments just to say, hey, I took, you know, whatever, let's use zinc as an example. I took my zinc and now my facial hair should be gone, right? Well, not really, it kind of depends, but I am gonna show you how these supplements can help balance your hormones and how they actually affect or help improve or reduce uh, facial hair in women. The next thing that you should be aware of is that really the goal here is to balance your estrogen levels and your progesterone. So these are predominantly the female sex hormones that a lot of people think about. Um, that women do have testosterone and it is very important. It is very important by the way, but you don't want too much of it. Okay, so predominantly men have more testosterone, women have higher estrogen progesterone, and usually it's flipped if you're a man, right? They have higher testosterone and lower estrogen and progesterone, but they're both important for both genders. Okay, so with that out of the way, let's talk about these supplements. Now, the first thing that you should be aware of, and perhaps probably the most important, is progesterone. The reason we care about progesterone so much is because, again, as I mentioned, if you have normal estrogen and progesterone levels, that will naturally lower your uh, androgens or the testosterone in your, in your bloodstream and in your body. So estrogen and progesterone, if they're normalized, have basically anti-testosterone blocking powers. Okay, that's kind of the way to think about it. Really what they're doing is they're blocking or reducing how active the androgen receptors are. Now what happens in women uh, with progesterone is progesterone over time starts out here, you know, usually in your preteens and teens area, and just slowly declines over time. And this decline starts to accelerate, it actually looks a little more like that, make it a little more accurate, around the age of 35. So starting around age 35, women start to accelerate their loss of progesterone. In addition, a lot of women who, especially if you're overweight, they have higher levels of estrogen, but not in the good way, okay? So you really wanna have a balance between these two things. Um, and you, we'll talk about sort of balancing the estrogen as we get down to this supplement here. Um, but you wanna have the balance between these two things. But the problem is estrogen or progesterone accelerates rapidly around the age of 35. So a lot of women are running around with 
too little progesterone in their body. And that's allowing the, the testosterone that's there to be more potent and to be more active. And that's obviously a problem, which is why you may have that facial hair. So number one, normalizing your progesterone helps to block the androgen receptors. Number two, it actually has an effect on the brain by lowering what we call luteinizing hormone. Okay. And luteinizing hormone can actually stimulate, if it's in the high levels, stimulate the production of testosterone. So if you can take testosterone, feed it back to tell your brain, hey, we don't need any more, it'll lower that luteinizing hormone and that will reduce testosterone production. So testosterone production will go down, which obviously is good because you don't want any more testosterone. And then lastly, progesterone, and this is going to be really important, this theme, as we kind of talk about a lot of, a lot of these supplements going forward. A lot of these supplements have an effect on an enzyme called 5-alpha reductase. Okay, now what you need to know about this enzyme is that it turns dihydrotestosterone or testosterone into DHT, which is dihydrotestosterone. So DHT is another form of testosterone, but it's even more powerful and more potent than testosterone. So by taking these things, you reduce this, which reduces the amount of DHT that your body produces. And it does this by impacting an enzyme that's around in your body and in your cells. Okay, so it's very important. It has, progesterone has three important effects here. Now, how do you get progesterone? Well, you can take it naturally, right? You can take a bioidentical or body identical form of progesterone, usually as a cream or a gel. Sometimes there's capsules as well, but this is not the same thing as birth control. Okay, I just wanna make sure I make that clear. Progesterone, I'm talking about the use of bioidentical or body identical progesterone uh, gel creams, preferably, uh, but sometimes you can use them um, as capsules as well. But you want to be, you can either take it or you can naturally increase your progesterone by fixing some of the problems which might cause the rapid acceleration of that progesterone as you age. Okay, so there's two ways that you can go about it. You can go about the natural way by fixing your body and helping that progesterone get better, fixing your ovulatory cycle, or by simply taking progesterone as a supplement, which will cause all these benefits as well, a little more rapidly, obviously. So that's number one, progesterone, probably the most important, which is why I put it up there number, as number one. Number two, another important and probably one of my most favorite supplements, especially for thyroid function, um, and just women in general, to be honest, and, and men actually, zinc is just so important. Zinc plays a lot of roles in a lot of different areas, like I mentioned before, thyroid function included. But it also has an impact on um, testosterone in a couple of different ways. Number, number one, we'll talk about the 5-alpha reductase. So remember when I talked about that enzyme here in which your body takes testosterone and turns it into DHT? This helps to block that process as well. Okay, so it's important as it blocks it or reduces the function of that process. But it also helps to naturally increase your progesterone. And zinc can be one of those great supplements that you can use to help the ovulatory process go along and to help it uh, continue more regularly um, and in a cyclical nature. So zinc is really important. When you couple that with the fact that many, uh, and I'm talking a great many percentage of women, um, just people in general, but especially women, they're deficient or suboptimal in this nutrient. Um, and so zinc is, is an essential, uh, very important nutrient, so you need, to be, you need to have it. And in my experience, you just get a lot better, uh, it, you do a lot better if you supplement with it. I know people will try to consume more foods that are, that are rich in zinc. That is one way to go about doing it, but I really see, especially in my experience treating lots of thyroid patients, they just feel a lot better when they add a supplement to it. So you can take anywhere between, um, I usually recommend lower doses because it can be really harsh on the stomach. So eight to 10 milligrams per serving, but some of these supplements go all the way up to um, 30 milligrams, sort of depends. But I think I favor the lower, the lower servings and multiple times per day if you wanna get more in your body versus one big dose because it really can upset your stomach if you're not careful. So zinc is another important one. Another one that you can use is the reishi mushroom. So this one actually has a couple different effects. Um, it does that characteristic reduction in 5-alpha reductase, which I talked about before. Remember, that's that enzyme. Now, one, two, three things have impacted that enzyme. You'll see the, like I said, you'll, you'll start to see the trend here that this is a really important enzyme that you do not want to be overactive. 
but it can also help the HPA axis. HPA stands for hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis. So certain um, supplements, certain nutrients, certain ingredients, um, this mushroom specifically, can help improve your adrenal function and your cortisol. And remember, stress and cortisol can negatively impact other hormones, including those the hypothalamic pituitary axis up in the brain. So you do not want to have excessive stress on the body. And by taking certain supplements, you can not only reduce the 5-alpha reductase enzyme, which reduces your testosterone and androgenic activity, but you can also have a benefit in other hormone systems as well, including your adrenal function. Number four is called DIM. So DIM stands for diindolmethane. Um, and it's actually found in a lot of different uh, foods naturally. So usually the cruciferous vegetables. Uh, so kale, cabbage, Brussels sprouts, things like that. Um, they naturally have high amounts of this DIM. And what it does, it actually, I tend to use it a lot in helping women to naturally metabolize or to metabolize their estrogen in a healthy way. So you can actually have a buildup of certain types of estrogen, and this actually helps your body eliminate that estrogen um, by getting rid of the estrogens that you don't want that can, have, that can be overpowering and have a higher level of the healthy or anti-estrogenic um, estrogens, which balance out the effects of strong estrogens and weak estrogens and so on. So DIM is actually really good for estrogens, um, but it also has a secondary effect of blocking androgen receptors. This is probably because of its impact on estrogen. And re remember, I said previously in the very beginning, then if you can naturally improve your estrogen and progesterone or balance those, you'll naturally reduce your testosterone. So by anything that's really impacting your estrogen will also have a positive impact on that, those androgen receptors. So DIM is really uh, important. This is one of those where I think you can get a lot of this from food. So if you want to just increase the amount of cabbage or cruciferous vegetables that you're consuming, broccoli, cabbage, Brussels sprouts, uh, kale, um, there's several others. You could just you know uh, get a list of those. But if you consume more of these every day, it's actually really helpful um, for your horm hormones in general. And you'll see that uh, this be a recommendation in a lot, a lot of various places if you're trying to fix your estrogen levels. And then the last one is melatonin. So melatonin is actually a hormone. Let me lift this up so you can see it. And it does a couple different things. So there's actually been studies which have showed that melatonin, certain uh, doses can be helpful in some women who have certain types of PCOS. And remember, PCOS is generally a condition associated with high levels of androgen or high levels of testosterone, not necessarily testosterone absolute levels, but of androgenic activity on the cells themselves. And so by taking um, melatonin, it can actually reduce some of those symptoms. Now it does this through a couple of different ways. Number one is that it reduces inflammation and oxidative stress. Okay, so a lot of these, a lot you probably already know inflammation is bad in the body. You don't wanna have excessive amounts of inflammation. Otherwise you'll cause problems to hormone systems. So if you can take anything to reduce inflammation, it will help dramatically in those areas, but it's also going to help through your sleep. And it's probably its impact on sleep, which is impacting its inflammatory, your inflammatory levels. So if you're not getting a lot of good sleep or if you're having trouble with that, you can use potentially melatonin. Now, I wouldn't recommend this for just anybody, okay? I would really only recommend it if you are specifically having problems with sleep and you haven't had, you know, and you haven't tried necessarily all these other ones. So uh, I should actually point out too, by the way, you wanna do more than one of these at once. I, I didn't mention that in the very beginning, but that's an important note. So don't just take zinc, by the way, by itself and think, okay, now I'm done. You really want to combine these things. So you could use a little bit of progesterone, a little bit of zinc. And if you're having issues with sleep, then you might throw in some melatonin. That's really how you want to be using these all together. But if you are having issues with sleep, using a low dose, very important, a low dose of melatonin may be helpful. Um, I do get a little bit, um, let's say, hesitant in recommending 
melatonin to everybody at, at high doses because it is a powerful hormone. And as you take it, it suppresses the own natural production of melatonin from your body. So you don't want to overdo melatonin, but be aware that some studies have shown that it can be effective through the pathways that I've mentioned here. If you do decide to use it, really use a low dose, something like one, mil one milligram at night and try not to use it every single day. Otherwise you may, may reduce that um, or create a dependency upon um, this supplement. Now your body will bounce back if you stop taking it, but episodically taking it is probably better than just taking it every single day, at least in my experience and, and uh, as I've treated uh, women and patients. So take that for what it's worth. Now, these are five. There are other supplements as well that you can use, but in my experience, these tend to be the most powerful and the mo most potent. And remember, the whole goal here is to balance the estrogen and progesterone levels and to reduce the androgenic activity of things like testosterone. If you can do that, you can actually help prevent the growth of that hair. And if it goes away or you can reduce its growth, then it won't... It, well, ideally it won't come back as long as you balance the hormones in the process, but do do these things with other uh, therapies and other hormones um, if they're necessary in your situation. If you've had any success with any of these supplements, I want to hear about it. So leave your comment, leave your experience below. If you have any questions about these and how they're working or why they're working, leave that below as well. And I'll do my best to answer those questions. That's all I have for you guys today. And otherwise I will see you in the next one.